0: Welcome to the Rape Crisis Hotline. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. What what are we
0: Uh, (laughs) doing? Podcasters are a superstitious, cowardly lot. Welcome to Cape Crisis. Nice. This is our third episode. Hello. I am the host, uh, Henry Gilbert, uh, E-G-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Uh, And uh, this is a podcast about comic books, sequential art, graphic novels, all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I am here uh, for this week's episode with uh, my guests... Christopher Antista. And... And
2: this is uh, Brett Elston. I'm currently typing Elston. a tweet into Chris's Twitter that he left open. Oh, man. Are you Uh-oh. really doing that? Yes.
1: I would never do that to you. I'm pretty sure you
0: I'm know. sitting across... I could stop
1: you, but like, it, was just, it should be your own common decency that should keep you from doing that right now. No decency. Tweet. <laughs> God damn it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah! Uh, so, uh, this is our third weekly episode of the show, um... And, uh, we used- Do you
1: want to take oh. issue with that, Alison? He wanted to go weekly with it. You wanted to go bi-weekly.
2: I just, well, for reasons I don't want to get into.
1: You don't want to get into those? Are they super secret? They're
2: superstitious and cowardly.
0: Ah, well, then perfect for cake prices. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, we start off usually talking about the news. Later on, we are going to go into our weekly topic and uh, talk about the forum question and all that. Uh, so... First off, in the news, uh, in we're, the comic news. All right, we're going to start with. Um, so, uh, in uh, you guys probably know there is a gay Archie character, Kevin. Kevin, uh, I have received emails from Archie about this. Actually, <laughs> really, yeah, so, because of the Mega Man comics. That is right. Wow. So. All right, well, so the uh, a few years ago they introduced Kevin Allison, mm-hmm. uh, and you also may know if is you're that an the Archie guy from the state. Oh, that's right. <laughs> His name is Kevin Allison. Uh-huh. It's Kevin, yeah,
1: Kevin Allison is gay. Thanks for outing him. Yeah. Sure, he was totally closet. He was the gay and the Jew, the Italian, the redhead, gay. Uh,
0: yeah. Man, we well, all uh, lived to Ever- together on Avenue. I, Way. I think it's Kevin Anderson then. Uh, anyway, point is, there's Kevin,
1: uh, and then you also. I, I'm only saying that because the last couple times you called someone out as gay on the podcast, you were wrong, and now it's happened twice, and Who people are like that? Billy Who's Bean. That?
0: No, there is a gay Billy. Yes, Bean. there is. I was wrong about who
1: him the being Billy in Bean... money, being the center of Moneyball. So you basically called Brad Pitt's character gay and, and defamed him because he put his <laughs> because he wants to put his dick in another gender's asshole. You defamed him. That's that's All what right. I wanted to. Okay, no, hold on. That's, okay. that's what I want to get across to people who are like yelling about that. Like. Who cares? You, I, you, we yes. clearly got it wrong.
0: What does it matter? I'm sorry. What does sorry, it matter? I do didn't... you want to, to, to do a show and issue a public right. apology on Billy Bean not all being right. gay? No, they. No, it was just people. They were right to say I was mistaken. Like, I said no, true, but... it was the wrong Billy Bean. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like,
1: yep, sorry. And he's like, well, you should do a retraction. Like, that's hard to do on a podcast.
0: Uh, all right, anyways. Okay, so Kevin Keller uh... is the gay Archie character. And you also may know that a few years ago, uh, they did a storyline where Archie got married to Veronica or Betty. It was like a sp- split future. It's very popular. But so... Nelson read it, I know. They keep oh, doing definitely. an alternate mm-hmm. reality future Archie series called Life with Archie. And they did oh, well, an sweet. issue where Kevin married his boyfriend in the future. Sure. And so the... uh a group called One Million Moms uh, oh, called for a boy. Brett will be interested in this. They called for Toys R Us to boycott Archie Comics because uh. they carried the issue. That sounds and, like uh, sounds like something that would happen. Why yeah, would Brett be behind
1: crazy. that for the new listeners?
0: Oh, Brett uh, is a big fan of Toys R Us. He, he loves just, Toys does, R Us. Uh, like ten. How see. many years works works were a you a fan
1: time. of Toys R Us? I worked there for five years. Ah. Through, I worked
2: there all through college. Uh, yeah. Took an extra year of college
1: because I was slow. I took an extra three years. So <laughs> do not be ashamed.
0: But yeah, they were the one million moms were putting pressure on them to not have such an obscene comic mm-hmm. that uh, that supported such liberal values at uh, at their store. But, uh, two gay <laughs> guys Toys. who aren't you getting married? In a, in a possible future. Yeah, each In a fictional possible future. All of you. Uh, but on the plus side, the Archie comics like came out on their side. The uh, co-CEO of Archie, John Goldwater, uh, let out this statement to the One Million Moms. Kevin will always be a major part of Riverdale, and we're overjoyed, honored, and humbled by the response to this issue. Our fans have come out in full forced to support Kevin. He is without a doubt the most important new character in Archie history. He's here to stay. In other words,
1: duh, stay in a Riverdale. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I say his uh. baby kicks. Uh no, that's 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 absolutely infuriating. I'm fuck just, fuck all million of you mothers. I'm just fuck glad you to see all in your infertile horrible placentas. Ugh. I'm not sure if that's how it works, Jeez. but again, I'm I'm a Kevin person, you uh. know.
0: No, I, I think it's, yeah, I, I thought it was, you know, Archie comics have always done what's popular, they just mm-hmm. put on the, like, in the 50s it was, you know, go-go, well in the 60s it was go-go dancing or beach, mm-hmm. beach parties and now it's gay marriage, like they're just getting in on what's cool But I don't,
1: I, I don't want to veer off of what we're talking about, but this, this does count, there are some Mass Effect comics like uh, yes. Mass Effect Three comes out this week. There's a Laser Time shirt out there, uh, limited edition. In case you didn't know, but like, mm. finally Shepard can sleep with guys. A
0: male Shepard. A can male Shepard yes. uh, can sleep with guys. Well, that's
1: good. And uh, and there was a video of it on YouTube, and it had like hundred thousand views with nine hundred thousand dislikes. <sighs> and I yes. don't, I don't understand the idea like of one, well, of one watching a YouTube video. It would never occur to me to dislike a YouTube video because it's YouTube. Unless it like,
0: n- well, I've disliked it if it's like Rick, Rick Santorum. Rick Santorum video. Fine. Yeah, you, you're we making, both knew the I know, you're saying, making a
1: statement, yeah. But even even then I didn't do that. Yeah, it's what just
2: I, like it's like an option in a game that doesn't affect you in any way. Yes. Why do you care yes. why do you care to dislike yes. it and why do you care that it's there? And is you, it some is it somehow destroying well, if you the game go,
1: speaking if, as a person who's like falling over themselves to fuck Miranda? In Mass Effect Two, before Mass Effect Three comes out, like you never will slip and fall into gay sex. Right.
0: No, in it's Mass never. Come
1: accidentally. It's very hard to plant those seeds yeah. and end up fucking that person. You're, you have to want to.
0: And and third, you
1: fuck aliens. <laughs> yeah. <All laughs> and right. so when you when you brought it up, you brought it up as, as the future. Like they they even Archie even put it in the future. Yes. You have no idea what there will probably be like a colony of pedophiles at that point. <sighs> Who are, who are, who are, it's, are given, it's
0: five years in the future. Who are given? Uh, I, I'm,
1: I'm saying five years from now there'll be a colony of pedophiles and they're thrown bad young boys like in Pinocchio also, uh from Pleasure Island.
0: Also it should be noted Kevin Keller is a member of the army too, breaking really... the Don't uh-huh. Tower rule. Yeah. Take that, you homophobic
1: military people. Yeah, I do He's like one of
0: you. Now I think with with Mass Effect the, the readers what who the are what? annoyed at it.
2: I just I've been tweeting stuff on your account and you've
1: gained seven followers. Well, would you really just stop? Right. We're trying to record a Guys. show, not Please. sabotage my social media presence. <laughs> Please. You're such a fucking asshole. Yes. Now everybody is going to know when this happened. No, no they won't. Uh, All Sunday right. night? You know what? Let's move oh. on. Henry, it's so hard when
2: somebody takes you off topic, isn't it? It <laughs> <laughs> is. Tell me sorry. more about Crackle, buddy.
0: Wait, well, wait, you wait. know, Crackle is quite a service with a lot of... Uh, it's got all right, spectacular know, Spider-Man I the, cartoons the, I don't
1: on. know if that's news or not, but like the last time Mass Effect came out, there was a free Mass Effect comic that was delivered on a bunch of platforms. Now, and Mass Effect still exists in comics. Is yes. there, Brett, yes. do you know of any... Like, Did you like the Mass Effect comics? No, I never read them. No? All I don't right. like... I, I
2: mean, I read the book, the first book about from the uh, Mass Effect author. Mm-hmm. Revelations
0: or... Uh, I think was. there was one about That was it's like About the history of the Shadow Not no, the Shadow the, the, Broker The Shadow one I read was Man. Man. The one I read had Saren on the cover Every time I hear the word
1: Shadow Broker I imagine Hank Venture saying it <laughs> Shadow, 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 Broker. Shadow Broker It's a good so, DLC I really like it They do Shadow have
0: Broker. one that's like The biography of the Elusive Man yeah. I, know. I saw that really, comic I'm
2: dying I saw that one and thought That would be pretty cool mm-hmm. Yeah uh, I thought it was weird that uh, Martin Sheen was also the voice The same time Mass Effect 2 came out So I was playing it And his voice was in my head As the Elusive Man mm-hmm. He became the spokesman for Big O Tires, <laughs> so I could be driving to driving to uh, you know r- work in the morning when we're all working at Games Radar.
1: Every mm-hmm. collector knows that Big O Tires are <laughs> have the most traction.
2: And it's just like, wow, that's the elusive. Man. And then,
1: and then he and then he puts a cigarette through his upper lip. Yeah, in the wrong his place. Weird
2: meaty digits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But about are you still talking about Archie? We still no Archie's done.
0: Oh. We move I, I, he's Archie.
1: chastising us for moving it to Dark Horse's Mass Effect. No, I <laughs> from Archie Comics on his comics. Because show. I was going to say
2: right. you were talking about them being timely and whatever. Like they've done yeah. they've done the Occupy Riverdale. They've done really? an Occupy Riverdale. Oh what? my goodness! Yep. I did not know that happened. Uh, well, let me. This guess, time, kids Jughead. at Riverdale High School take sides after a group protesters start a Occupy Riverdale movement. Archie and Jughead run into the protest on their way to school. Uh, yeah, this is the guy I actually know at Archie, uh, Alex Segura. They discover that a new kid, Andy Martinez, is one of the more vocal members of Occupy Riverdale. Word spreads Martinez. quickly hmm. at Riverdale. Fuck Martinez. And the gang takes sides while Archie is left to decide where Absolutely. he stands.
0: Ah, man. Yeah. Well, Archie, the representative of the common man, where will he stand? It's <laughs> true. Will he stand with the, with the 99%? I know, or I know. Go ahead. I feel he won't take any side. I, know, I was going to say the, the middle. He will yeah. stand in the middle. They'll be like, "Well, I don't approve of any They're of these They're going to send things. Jughead
1: to the Occupy movement. He's going to get kicked out for eating like a party sub, like that was supposed to last the Occupy movement day. <laughs> uh, I feel uh, like he will uh, take the level-headed, uh, mo- moderate approach. Well, I think it's the more, two extremes. Yeah. Ah, shucks! I just wanted to bang this blonde girl. I well,
0: I feel like Veronica is definitely going to hate the oh, Occupy Wall Street because she is rich. I think that's how it's written. Rick uh, Reggie Mantle wishes was <laughs> rich. And Betty... Uh, uh, all right. Uh, wait. There was other news this week. Okay. Um, Alright, so uh, Todd McFarlane has to pay Neil Gaiman $382,000. For what? Well, there was a for- judgment a while ago for Neil Gaiman suing uh, Todd McFarlane and the McFarlane Industries. Because you know, a very long story that dates back all the way in 1994. Like, I really don't know. I don't know. Alright, back in 1994, Neil Gaiman... Uh, Todd McFarlane K-man. really wanted to. Todd McFarlane really wanted to own the rights to Miracle Man, a series mm-hmm. from the UK that was one of the first places Alan Moore made a big name for himself. Mm-hmm. He wanted to own that. The U.S. ownership of it was very confused. Neil Gaiman wanted to. Also wrote Miracle Man issues, and he mm-hmm. wanted to own part of it too. So he said, "I will help you earn money to buy it by I will write one issue of Spawn, mm-hmm. and you can." Use that money to gain more, to buy this thing, and I'll be part owner of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then it turned out that the one Neil Gaiman wrote was the one that had medieval spawn oh, yeah. that set up a lineage of spawns that introduces male Bulgin and and Angela, yeah, like giant characters that Todd McFarlane used a ton. I think that's number seven. Mm. I think I believe it, that was a run where like Todd um, Todd McFarlane just drew for a while. Like mm-hmm. Frank Miller wrote an issue, Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore, oh, really? and Dave Sim all wrote four issues in a row because. If you read the first six issues, you'd see Todd McFarlane was a bad comic writer <sighs> uh, when he started. I love those He's like got, first like ten issues, they're very first fun. twenty issues yeah. of Spawn. I think they look awesome. But yeah. so
1: David of Mass Effect—that's all I can think of when I think of Spawn.
0: But then all of a sudden, I no, know maybe
1: it's number nine that I'm thinking of. Number
0: nine. Neil Ga... Um, then McFarlane bought them for himself. Said, "No, only I own Miracle Man." Neil Gaiman says, "Well, no, I own twenty percent of this. Give it mm-hmm. to me." Neil Gaiman... Re- Uh, is refused by McFarlane and then Neil Gaiman says then give me back my copyright on those spawn characters that you've been using boom you got Gaiman give me all the money and so now the most recent judgment has been that McFarlane has to give Gaiman that that money that's awesome
1: that's awesome I hope he has to sell his fucking like Boston Red Sox (laughs) World Series ball or whatever the well, he bought, yeah, he
0: bought the uh, McGuire Home Run the Balls, one, which are worth They're like millions nothing. of dollars. Well, now, yeah. you know, now after Bonds, yeah. you know, after Barry Bonds broke the record later. But yeah, it's just sad to see, like, McFarlane started what? Image to protect, you know, creators. And here he is, like, oh, being the big owner. That's fucked up. Getting, yeah, getting sued. That's absolutely so.
1: fucked up. And now what I do want, want to know, what, what I want to ask you comic fans, Elston, I'm just curious whether you're... Tweeting from my account still. No, I'm done. I was looking okay. up
2: which spawn that was. I'm pretty sure it's number nine.
1: Wh- where did, where did, when, when do you think Did Todd McFarlane Get the reputation that, like, we want to hate him?
0: Well, I think it started when he stopped drawing. Like, he became uh-huh. a businessman yes. out to make a Spawn movie, a Spawn HBO cartoon show. And he put his name McFarlane on all and these it was things, McFarlane like, toys, toys yeah. productions.
1: See, I,
2: it was weird. Like, around the same, because, I mean, when he stopped drawing, mm-hmm.
0: It was and, like issue 50 or something. But
2: it's also like, I was totally out of comics by then. Like the comic scene had boomed and busted by then.
3: Mm-hmm. So I
2: was more into the toys. So I was buying toys constantly. And the McFarlane toys were always really cool. Mm. So even though I wasn't reading Spawn at all, I would I was actively looking forward to every new line of McFarlane figures. Yeah. So like I never got to Great the point... Great Simpsons where, figures. The uh, yeah, I never got to the point where I was like, Todd McFarlane... <laughs> I thought but I, would, I think he does have that reputation. No, does he does, not? and I don't. I don't hold it against anyone who feels that way because it's like he did turn in kind of to the thing that he. Yeah. Well, same yeah. thing. Like, yeah, I'm Todd McFarlane, this is Spawn. Exactly. That's when, that's when I was. <laughs> that's when I was kind of like, what? So, like, when he would introduce the, the Spawn cartoon, mm-hmm. and it was like with this live action thing at the beginning, was like, "Hi, I'm Todd McFarlane, are. creator of Spawn." I get. Yeah. I get asked, Todd McFarlane, why do you suck so much more often than any other question <laughs> in the world. <laughs> and so he just seemed kind of like a guy who was ready to defend himself even when it's mm-hmm. like, dude, no one was asking. Well,
1: the, I wasn't he, attacking he, you. Though. He came to prominence through what? Spider-Man, would you say? No, say?
0: definitely Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, he was and the and most like, popular Spider-Man artist and so when ever. This, when, know, when, this guy,
1: when this guy creates his own company and a, and a, a character you love, mm-hmm. we should all always root for McFarlane, but we don't because of something.
2: Well, well, it's because it kind of worked. I got to
1: say, his capitalist mm-hmm. instincts. Uh, yeah, like, I'd say like it kind, kind of annoying. worked.
2: He ended up making like you want to root for the underdog. Mm-hmm. He kind of ceased to be the underdog when yeah. it was like you. Yeah, you're a millionaire. And well,
0: and then he also like became the top guy at Image too. Mm-hmm. Like not just yeah. Like he was, and and you saw that Image started as the six or seven artists that wanted to start their own thing, mm-hmm. and then like Lee uh, Jim Lee left. Ra Liefeld left. Mark Silvestri like split off from yeah. the group. Eric Larson. Eric Larson's one of the few that still He's like operates. Still like, Savage Dragon. He still draws Savage Dragon every month. Like he wow. never stopped. Eric Larson never gave up. Mm-hmm. Everybody else took a break, did art for Marvel, all that stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's just yeah, sad. I've never had
2: like a particular beef with him, but I mean, I get why some people would be irritated.
0: Though so this lawsuit like did kind of humble him, I think, and he started sure. like softening up. So I'm like. The way, uh, well, the way
1: you describe it, I've never heard this scenario before. He sounds mm-hmm. like a complete and total asshole. He didn't give a guy his due for doing a favor to get him to where he was, mm-hmm. and then he capitalized off the creations he did during the favor.
0: Yeah, he yeah, uh, Gaiman did him quite a favor by making that whole universe yes. for him. But uh, uh, but I do think lately, like Robert Kirkman, the mm-hmm. War uh, Walking Dead creator, Bob, I call him, he started um he started working on. Like improving McFarlane's image, like he actually like got McFarlane to draw stuff again and really? to create a new character. This one called Haunt, which eh, Haunt books are kind of good. I like them, but uh, so why did you say that with such reluctance? Well, I don't love them, uh, but they're, they're nice. Mm. It does look like he's covered in semen. That's the weirdest thing no. about Haunt. No. Uh, I though I only read the first six, that's issues. the
1: printing, though.
0: All right, well, another news story. Uh, Jonathan Hickman is leaving F- Fantastic Four in October. Uh-oh. Which is... Uh, I just want to talk about the Hickman run on FF. That, like, is this the Spider-Man Fantastic Four? No, no, no. This is current Fantastic Four. Oh, and, uh, you think those farts are picking up on mine? Oh, no, wait. This is the... Please. <laughs> this is the Fantastic Four that has Spider-Man as a member. Yeah, that yeah. started... Being called FF, a.k.a. Future Foundation, Ugh. after after Human Torch died and stayed dead for mm, a year and change. Is he back? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's figured, very back. I figured he was. Someone's Nightcrawler coming back? I don't know. Nightcrawler's yeah, not back yeah. How long has he been dead? I know. Uh, I'd say two years. Uh, there's really? the big Avengers X-Men crossover. If I'd say if he's coming back, it's going to uh, be there. It is called Regenesis. Oh, that's something else. No, that's right. a different thing. Yeah, but yeah. the Phoenix is involved. If the right. Phoenix is involved, mm. then lots of people are coming back. <laughs> But I think Hickman in general, like, I I am the biggest Fantastic Four fan of anybody I know. Like, I really like Fantastic Four. and like a lot of people. I like him, and there's a lot of great runs, even modern runs that I yeah. like. But I keep getting back
2: out of it because I'll read, like, a year's worth that's really good, and then a new team will take over, and I'm like, I'll read, like, two issues of this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I don't care anymore. And then
0: somebody well, comes back. And they just reset the relationships to zero again. Yeah, and like, yeah. Oh, how, how long do we wait for Reed and uh, Sue to fall in love again? Yeah, or them to then have trouble again? it's yeah, so them have trouble, or everybody or th-
1: wants to write their own Doom story, and it's or like you can't all do like, a yeah, Doctor Doom story. I Dr. do doom. understand. Oh man, I, like I'm not even like a great fiction writer, but I would love to take that Doctor Doom character. And write but I've read cool the
0: first uh, i've I read the first like thirty issues of uh, of Kickman's book, mm-hmm. and I just didn't like it. Like yeah. he he didn't get the thing. He made everybody like too distant. Be specific. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get he under, didn't Should understand if Elston was listening. He didn't understand Ben Grimm. Like he didn't make go. Reed
2: likable. Reed is always into like the... on the verge of not likable anyway. No, that's
0: what that's why I like. Like Wade made him human. Like Wade. Yeah, yeah no, Wade's run was Wade run like the best. And but yeah, it's uh he had this one part where like Sue Storm was like mm-hmm. using her invisible powers to cut the crust off of sandwiches <laughs> i was like that's like she is supposed to be the mom of the team and she was being yeah. a mom then but she was cutting the crust off like for spider-man in a scene i was like no she would not susan storm would not do that it's Like she's not she's not she's the uh, jessica alba yeah yeah she's <laughs> yes. she should she should be a strong lead like she is the real leader of the team i feel like she's not yeah Hickman didn't give enough stuff. I, I'm not too sad that Hickman's leaving, though. So, I don't well, know. What was
2: part of his run? I actually don't think mm. I read any of it. Uh, he
0: killed Human Torch. okay. This is a big one. Congratulations. Um, that was really difficult, I guess. He had this thing where uh, Reed Richards was saying he was going to fix the world. Not much came uh, of that.
2: I remember that. Like, the whole thing about, like, I figured it out. And there's, like, this...
0: Yeah, This is a couple yeah. years ago now. Uh, then he also... Uh, he's been... Uh, oh, he gave um, he gave Franklin Richards back his omnipotent powers. And uh, and meanwhile, he keeps building up Valeria's, like, super smartness, which is really annoying. I don't, like, you know, Oops. Valeria Richards, oh, his right, daughter, right. that, like, yeah. in, in Miller's run, they show that she's, like, bordering on as smart as Reed Richards at the age of three. Yeah. And now she's only getting smarter. I was like, no, this is stupid. I'm so... Well, also, he has... he His point of his story, the future foundation, is a brain trust. So you end up with basically, like... 12 smart people Talking to each other In every scene You're like All your powers Are being smart I don't fucking Like you can't Hickman isn't writing Them different enough Like this smart person Talks different Than that smart person Mm -hmm. Like they're not Different enough characters
1: Can I give you A little bit of cred You said I'm the biggest Fantastic Four fan Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a a bigger Fantastic Four You probably read them For longer Yes But uh, I do It is the oldest issue Of something I
0: own Uh And I own
1: Issue number 29 uh, this one, it started on Yancey Street. Which really, I Yance- yeah, you own that? No, I've never opened it. So wow. like, I've never opened it. I absolutely own this one. And it's in terrible. It was it was in semi terrible condition, but in in a plastic bag, and I bought it for like seventy five dollars when I was a super young kid. I have no idea how much it's worth. I'll never part with it for any price. <laughs> But yeah, I own Fantastic Four number 29, which dates back either to the late 60s or early 70s, I would gather.
0: I forget which. uh, what's the earliest one. I know which one the earliest one is that I own, but I can't remember the number. Mm. It's Amazing Spider-Man 29, I think, or early 30s. Don't steal my 29. I own Fantastic Four 29. It's the first appearance of Mary Jane, but you don't see her face. Speaking of Mary Jane, guys.
1: Let's
0: do this. All right. Last news story guys. Oh. Uh so and this is just a quick one. Mm-hmm. All right. So Aquaman. I've talked Love about him. how much no, I like yes. Aquaman.
1: Everybody loves Aquaman. Everybody no makes
0: school. fun of him though. Who does? So of the last you don't do 20 that? years of cartoon You don't make fun
1: of Aquaman in the later time Forum. Like,
0: Everybody makes fun of him. Yeah, I feel like it's gotten old to make fun of him now. But so Uh, They've been trying to build up Aquaman Specifically Jeff Johns and the DC New Universe They partner up with Carrot Top No, so they they finally introduce The dark side Dark side Mm -hmm. of the New Universe Who is the -hmm. most powerful thing In the universe Like Mm -hmm. Superman would have problems with him More powerful than love Look at this panel (laughs) (laughs) Look at this panel All right. this panel, yes. Aquaman, in that pan-
2: Aquaman stabbing Darkseid in the eye with his trident. Yeah, that's how badass right, Aquaman
0: is. That when, when Darkseid is trying to use his Omega beams. Oh right, it's kill anything Omega beams. He, uh, Aquaman is able to. Get, um, overpower him and stab him in the eyes with a trident. To
1: be fair, it's a trident, so he had three opportunities to stab Isn't him. Isn't this uh,
2: Flash throwing Aquaman at <laughs> him? Is that I can't happening? tell
0: who the fl- if Flash is throwing him or he's like throwing a different oh, thing. God. I mean, I not see Flash. He's there. too close to. It, well, he don't. looks like he's
1: uppercutting and missing,
0: but it's well, uh, not bad. Like uh, I don't trust Professor Zoom. You look he's... at that; you can see. You know, Jim Lee is still a pretty good artist. But anyway, yeah, I like Jim Lee. I just thought you guys would be interested to see like Aquaman. They're trying to give him so much street cred. Like here he is. No, I think it's a, in the Justice League comic tr- showing off. You're like, right. It's
1: totally cliched to make, make fun of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But you're making fun of this persona that he he developed during the Silver Age.
0: Well, it was really Super Friends. Super Friends. Is super what Friends made him really shitty.
1: Yeah. But I do love that like that people have risen to the challenge mm-hmm. to make him a great character. Yeah. And, and and I would have to think for the last decade. Sorry, Sean Baby, which I think Sean Baby had a lot of fucking a lot. He was ahead of, of, of the game. He know. was. He was ahead of the Aquaman is stupid game. Like, uh, like he, he Aquaman is a legitimate character. Every time I see him appear, and he, he rare, I, I don't read Aquaman books. Mm-hmm. But when he does appear, he does something fucking overly awesome, amazingly badass, and disappears because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't no. care. I'm Aquaman. I like that. I yeah. do like
0: that about Aquaman. Yeah, in the most recent book uh, in DC New Universe, I read the first issue of that, mm-hmm. he uh, like he just shows up and people are like, "Oh, Aquaman! I, I thought you were a joke. But you're pretty cool." He's like, "Whatever." He just right. leaves. Like, He's yeah. taking just my beard with off. me. Uh, yeah. where, like you were, <laughs> he
1: the, um, didn't. You did an article on Games Radar about the most accurate game.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the most accurate. The most, game. most accurate vi- comic book video games yeah. ever. And the Aquaman battle for Atlantis is, is very there. accurate. Yeah, it, they took they ripped it right off the page of current Aquaman, then current Aquaman uh, comics. Like, but that n- makes this him is still unrecognizable. slightly
1: cool Aquaman, though, right? Yeah,
0: but it makes him completely unrecognizable. That's why he's not on the cover. That's why mm-hmm. you see a fist on the cover. Oh, with a Trident in it. Yeah, yeah. Because instead, this is back when Aquaman had a big beard. Did not wear his orange uh, shirt. Stale he wore shirt. like, he like uh, a trident. traditorial thing. He had to try it in a yeah, uh, trident for a hand. Yeah, and a trident for a hand because he lost his right hand. Like that's how crazy it was. Uh. All right. Anyways. I'm
1: looking at this cover, and, I, and like you saw this, and I can't believe I own this issue. The no, original that, is, printed. that is very impressive. Fantastic um, Four twenty. But it's not the. It's not where the anti should started. Like clearly, it's referencing something. And yeah, and I don't. I, I don't. I've never opened it. I don't know what's in this actual issue. But All right. You know. Well, we're
0: gonna we're gonna take a little break now. Uh, mm-hmm. and then go on to the second segment where sure. we'll, uh, get your qu- answers to the last week's question and uh, talk about this week's topic. All right. See ya. Bye-bye.
2: Hi there, Laser Time. It's Dan Amrick, or as Chris Antista likes to call me, Bam Ramdick. Um I'm here to beg for your money, straight up. I've written a book about GAMS journalism uh, called Critical Path, How to Review Video Games for a Living. Uh, I finally have answered that question of how do I get your job as completely as I can possibly think. It's about 320 pages of uh, how to be a better writer, how to get yourself noticed, how not to piss off PR. The whole thing that I could think of from press start to game over. It's available for Kindle and iBook for ten bucks. There's also a print version available for a little bit more than that. All the information is over at criticalpathbook.com.
1: Please send me your money. Thanks. This is our plug segment where we say go to lasertimepodcast.com. Go get a T-shirt at the Laser Time Store, Mm -hmm. which there's a limited edition one right now. Brett Elston, what is it based off of? I believe it's from Laz Effect. Yes, yes. I think that's what it is. We can't (laughs) say the whole word. We'll get sued. By WyoBear. WyoBear. <laughs> Wyo or maybe A.E.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, of Titan fame. Um, I mean, what else will we plug? Um, well, there's Cape Crisis, my new podcast, uh, where you can listen to me and the guys, including these two jokers, uh, talk about comic books, Uh mm-hmm. And also, you know, if you're if you're just trying starting to get into comic books, I think we make a lot of great recommendations yeah, every too. episode. Me uh, too. Which and, and hopefully we have a lot of helpful links for you to buy some of those shirts off Amazon Maybe. and kick a little something back to these two, but not to love me, love. who
2: runs VG Empire. Well,
1: I, you're the one who's piously refused all. Uh, and I make
2: I make zero dollars. Yeah, and adamantly refuse to make any money. But uh, yes, VG <laughs> is uh, all about video game music and. Uh, the show is growing fairly well. It's actually mm-hmm. it's doing it's doing well, but uh, I appreciate all the comments on the site, which is com, and then iTunes reviews, comments and ratings on there. All that stuff helps because it just helps push the podcast up where more people can find it. I know. don't care about how many downloads it gets. I just genuinely want to share more game music. And then every time somebody says, I remember playing this game, or I actually went and bought Advance Wars because of this episode, <laughs> that kind of yeah, stuff really yeah. makes me happy. So, I saw this too. So thank you, and... Uh, Lasertimepodcast.com
0: dot com. I've been posting several stories myself on Laser Time. What'd you post this week, Sweetie? Uh, how uh, Spider Man taught me to distrust VHS boxes. <laughs> it was about the sad experience of one ten year old boy buying uh, what he thought was a really cool cartoon about Spider Man and the X Men fighting Juggernaut, and what turned out to be the origin story of Firestar. Oh, I know <laughs> that tape. Yeah, quite a lot. Le- called "A Firestar Is Born." I know that. Ugh. Nightcrawler is on the cover and he's not in the episode. It's, it's the old bait and switch. The old bait and switch. Yep. One episode. I, my mom probably spent 20 bucks on that too. Yeah, One VHS. Uh, <sighs> all right, guys. No.
1: com. We got VGEmpire.com. HulkDick.com for all your Cape Crisis <laughs> needs. Thank you very much. Back to the show.
3: Don't let
2: your repeated and crushing defeats get you down, old chum. Why taking a savage
3: beating is part of being a hero? Yeah sea C-list, no power-having loser hero, maybe. Is Batman sea C-lister? Is that what you think? Poppycock! He knows how to take a beating, never giving up until he wins. And why? Because he has heart.
1: And heart is the only superpower you need.
3: Super breath can come
1: in fire, frost, or just plain bad.
3: Shrinking's a power, but it's kinda sad. Shifting shape into a snake can give folks quite a fright. But only your heart will win us the fight. There's portal creation and astral projection. Telekinesis and dead resurrection. With mind control, you're on a roll. And if you're lucky, flight. But only your heart Will win us the fight Who are
0: you? Just, just a man me. Or a superman The man we turn to For the plan Okay, and we're back The uh, we second back. half of Cape Crisis, episode 3 I prefer uh, Port Crisis uh, So, Brett, you were about To tell us a story about I started to
2: and then you did what I usually do Which is shut up and save it for the podcast Wow! Well, well, did I do that?
1: My bad. My bad. Yeah. You were talking about Spawn. And no, I, I just remember like because I, I don't know the chronology. Like, what issue did you say? The issue number? Well, I started with number one. Uh, but, but when did you start getting back into it? I actually
2: never got back into it. Oh, okay. I just I was just saying like I was reading through like probably the early twenties. Mm-hmm. Number twenties, and I think I started like with number one because like I was really big into comics. Like that's when I started getting really big into comics, and like one of my friends was like, "There's this new comic Spawn. Mm-hmm. He can do anything. His powers are anything." And I'm like, "That's yeah. that's the coolest thing ever." And then I yeah, was reading Spawn, but uh, uh, got way out of it. Not into comics, but then randomly in probably a grocery store or something saw Spawn fifty one way later, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Yeah, why not? I'll just buy
1: number fifty-one. I
2: okay. wish I would have seen fifty because then I definitely would have bought fifty just to have. But I'm sorry, like, yeah, yeah. that's
1: what I was curious about. Like, when, how often were these coming out?
0: Monthly. Well, monthly. Yeah. So
1: like two yeah. years, really? Years. Just two years? years? Like you?
0: Well, now it could take longer than Sometimes. that. Sometimes. I imagine spawn, there was some
1: spawn. Reminds me, of early image delays. was famous for never right. coming out monthly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
2: Um, I mean, typically though, you can generally assume twelve issues.
1: Generally, but when you, when you said when you said fifty-one, yeah. I th- I immediately thought like. What, you read the first run and then took eight months off and picked up fifty one? No, it was probably
0: I would bet three years. Three like, years. I yeah, I
2: like I yeah, I read through like the early twenties and mm-hmm. then didn't read a single issue. I read the Violator miniseries and like <laughs> that which introduced all his brothers like Vertebreaker and all those uh, people. That's...
1: It's not the Violator series I'm thinking of because the FBI just removed that. Uh-oh. Um. Uh oh. Right. <laughs> no,
0: I think I got into it. Well, it was a costly proposition to buy Spawn or any image book. Yeah. It was like $1.99. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, most regular comics cost you $1.25. $1.25. Oh, yeah.
2: But then but then, way later after that, like mm-hmm. the next time I even thought, because even when I got back into comics in mm-hmm. like which is you know kind of what brought in my new current age of comic knowledge, because uh, mm-hmm. like most people I bowed out in the 90s. The
1: Elston age. Yes, mm-hmm. the Elston
2: age. Uh, so came back in. But even when that happened, I was still like just totally ultimate Marvel and then a little Mm -hmm. of class, you know, uh, main Marvel universe, which then slowly became way cooler than the ultimate universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't really read much DC and I definitely didn't read anything image because I'm like, I don't, what? I don't care. Um, but I was still buying all the McFarlane toys, though. I bought all like, the Interlink Six and all that stuff. Like oh, I bought what all that. crazy set. I bought that all that stuff. Did he buy the?
1: Did he make the? He made Planet of the Apes toys, I think. I would be, like. I would bet he did. We're yeah. fucking fantastic. I mean, dude. yeah, just like, really good. All he,
2: that stuff. It's like it's just posable statues, but it looks really. I cool. know, but
1: it, the articulation. But
2: then 2003. Because while I was clicking around looking for that cover to f- figure out which issue number nine was, I was like, wait a minute. There, I remember I randomly saw. In like 2003 or four, mm-hmm. I was dating this girl who worked at a Kroger, at a grocery store. You were dating Kroger, Miss Kroger from Spawn. Yeah, but it was like in college, and I was dating this girl, and like she happened to have this like really crappy shift, like in the middle of the night. So she worked from like you know
0: mm-hmm. 11
2: at night, or I don't know, crap, one of those crappy overnight shifts. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, sometime I'll just come sit with you or something because it's going to be dead. There's not going to be anybody there. Like it's a, it's not that big of a town. Why it's open? It's open twenty four hours because you're doing
1: s- the news at this point.
2: No, no, no. That that was uh, probably a year later. Actually, So you're still at
1: Toys R Us. I was
2: still working at Toys R Us at the time. Uh, I had a weird like two year period where mm-hmm. I went from college student Toys R Us, and within two years later, I'm uh, in California writing about video games. There was in, some
1: producing news in between. Yes, yeah, the thing is,
2: in between, yeah, I was producing news for a morning show every single day. And it's like this weird skill set that like mm-hmm. it never gets flexed anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, and I remember, wait a minute, I saw some random spawn issue when I was hanging out there this one night. Like it's a Kroger, like 2 in the morning, and I'm like guess I'll walk by the magazine rack while she checks these people out. (laughs) I got a lot of groceries, so I'm like, let me just walk over here, magazines, mags. Oh, wow, Spawn. I just, when I remember reading it, something about a haunted house, and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, I have no idea what's happening. Like, I'm totally out of it. And I was like, I wonder what issue that was. So I just started clicking through all this, this, like, list of every issue, like, like jumping ahead now, I need to get into 2003. i like, well, when was I dating her? It was like November 03 till March of 04. <laughs> date master there. Literally two ways. Date master. Whoa! Whoa! Uh uh-huh.
0: oh! You know, that does remind me, though. Of just hey, I'm like, not done, oh, buddy. I'm sorry.
2: But then uh, this story gets even more boring. All right. Uh, but then I, I finally I was like, wait, it's something about a haunted house. But let me think, like, wait, no, let me think. Let oh, the me start House Saga. Let me think about November 2003. So I found the issue that came out in November 2003, and it's whatever's up on the screen now. Right. It's like Spawn 130-something-something. And uh, I was, like, reading the synopsis, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. They go to a house with seven ghosts. Yes, there it is. And I found it. <laughs> it's like Spawn standing on top of wow. a giant clock tower or Oh, something. I saw that, yeah. I saw. It's Spawn 137 <laughs> or 132, whatever it is. Mm. And that's literally the next time I checked in to spawn anything. It was 51 to 130-something. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's, you know, that's... That's... That just, that's what it triggered this thought process. That
0: story reminds me of how... Uh... Like now it's weird to even see magazines at a grocery Thank store. You. That's what, exactly where my brain went. But that's how I used to read yeah. tons of comics at the at the grocery store. I, like I would still like they would catch my eye, and I'd remember I was reading
1: a series because the the new one would be out mm. at the grocery store.
0: Though They'd also be very beaten up because yes.
2: every other yeah. while, <laughs> right. and, uh, yes. not in the in the eighties and nineties it would bother me because I didn't yeah. want them from a grocery store because they just no. had a regular UPC on oh, the front. Oh, that
0: too. Yeah, they weren't direct market. Instead of the direct edition like
1: Spider Man Head, but or they something. were still there and like as. Speaking as someone who works on a uh, on a monthly magazine, when I walk into a store now, it's very weird, like, well, why isn't the magazine I See, I still
2: see magazines everywhere.
1: Well, I see. I see yeah. them at like I see at them at the, airports, yeah, and I airport. see them at places that sell nothing but magazines. But like when you talked about a Kroger, and you talked about going into a grocery store, like, yeah. I don't see the magazine I work on like in grocery see, stores or Krogers.
2: Like I see PlayStation the official magazine in every Walgreens in the city. I Do saw you?
0: a Nintendo Power at my local CVS, mm-hmm. but nothing else. But comic books like are just gone. Yeah, you know, yeah, comic yeah books like, are especially
1: good. at the level they used to be at, where there was like a hundred comic books. Yeah, they used they, to at, be at a gas station.
2: Yeah. it yeah, used, no, uh, uh, used to be in Walden books on those spinner racks. Walden
0: books? No, it, uh, at, uh, that's how I bought a lot of uh, comics too was at the... On the just if I went to the gas station with my mom after the grocery store and I'd be, mm-hmm. I'd see the spinner egg, just be like, Hey, it's the new Spider Man, huh? Can I please? <laughs> I love like, young Henry. Yeah. I don't think so, Henry. It yes, is. You didn't eat all your yes, vegetables pork.
1: last night. There's there uh, Francine Gilbert on Twitter. Francine uh, Gilbert. All right. All right. You know,
0: last <laughs> week we uh, we had a topic that led to a question. Uh, that question was: What's your favorite alternate universe in the comic history? Uh, Brett's here now. He wasn't on that one. Maybe he. You have has your an favorite alternate universe. I believe
1: I said. I said. Do uh, you remember? What you said. Recap it. Super um, fast.
0: Well, I actually didn't name one of my own. But if I had pick one, I'd probably go with uh, Kingdom Come.
1: I really. Yeah, like I like. I. I like to think of the. I'm reading Darkwing Duck now. That is totally <laughs> ingrained in Ducktales and Tailspin. It's alternate universe Disney, mm-hmm. through and through. I mean, in the, but the ultimates are alternate history.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's but, it's ultimate. I mean, it's an alternate timeline or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. Uh,
1: I, I know well, we're putting you on the spot. I I only, well, played. I'm only
2: looking at this list that you have written down in front of me, Jeez. and it reminds me how much I actually liked Earth X. <laughs> You're like, looking but,
0: at old notes, last week's notes. Like, yeah, oh, they're they're still sitting here, by yeah, the way. I know. But I
2: actually thought Earth X was amazing when mm-hmm. somebody explained it to me what it was. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? And I remember. A friend of mine had every individual issue, not not a big collection. Mm-hmm. So I read them all as each issue and then laid out all the comics down on my floor so they make one that one big picture. Mm-hmm. And I just I I thought Earth X was amazing. So it
0: seemed like a great concept, but I never Never bothered to read it. Really,
2: I have the hardbound, like hardback collection. I would love to check it out. I love it, and I even read Paradise X that follows follows up after it, which I heard wasn't as good. it's not as good, but it has like it's just like because they get to play with the characters in a way that like who cares that this is a alternate Shit. reality? We'll do whatever we want. Like they just make mm. absorbing man into the like this unstoppable monster that he should have been all along. Yeah. But yeah. Then, I like, can't
3: stop. But like, like Nick Nolte?
2: <laughs> yeah, you just watch me. Go. I remember that joke
1: and nobody was like, <laughs> "Yeah, not a lot of people remember the Angry Hulk." No, but you just watch me go. <laughs> uh,
2: you just watch me go. I'm trying to uh, do my best Nick Nolte. But uh
1: man, ah, hell. Hulk. I, I <laughs> want like I don't even
2: <laughs> want to spoil what happens, but there's this great moment between Vision and mm absorbing man mm. man when I read it I like stood up out of my chair like that's
0: so fucking cool like, uh, <laughs> I love moments like that. I,
2: mean, I don't want you to tell me what it is but I No, will. I, am, I don't I, I want to read it I to see, see it
1: what my... you thought about rise of apocalypse Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. I sorry. never read it actually. Oh, you never
2: read it? No, because it came out we like much about... of an X guy. I was never big into X Men, and it was also right when I was getting out of comics. It, and we, it just my, seemed like a ploy God. to get me to come but back. But I
1: worked with you yeah. for a long time, and like uh, my buddy gave me the first issue. I'm like, well, oh, I gotta get that second issue, and I'm just walking around the office, and like our boss has like all the of collection, the, yeah. the collection. Like, like I'm just gonna take all these, and <laughs> it's the most depressing thing I've ever read. I've never seen like
3: Oh, Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, well, yeah. sort of.
1: I, I just can't remember that. De- that. Level of depressing well, shit happening to, to heroic characters. Well,
0: the whole idea is just—it's supposed. The real point of that storyline is mm-hmm. to show you how important Charles Xavier is. Yes. If yes. Charles Xavier died in the past, then he couldn't. Then the world would be ruined. Yes,
1: and, and like they never even show apocalypse, like ever. because mm-hmm. well,
0: he's it, in charge. Yeah, yeah. And, but like every
1: everybody else that's around, like like everything else he does makes all the characters you love. There's nothing I liked about the way any character was in that. But I, thought, I, I, thought I loved it was, the series.
2: I thought it was cool, and like from a you know mm. a, a top view perspective, yeah. I never read them, but I, I, I thought all the, the, the designs were cool. Yeah, and I bought all the. No, toys. it's
1: cool, and the designs are great. But I've like I've never seen like revered characters treating, treated so depressingly.
0: And it's a good idea. I mean, you yeah, just get the, yeah, and it.
1: they're just they're just in a terrible situation. And then I all actually
2: thought them. I actually thought House of M was pretty fun.
0: Mm. Yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun story. Yes yeah. the house
2: of and then the since since it's on here I thought uh, the cool uh, the old man Logan future was pretty neat. Yeah, I, that's was, the
0: one I want to read. It now. was a neat little western. Yeah, it was fine. That. Like mm-hmm. I, that had just, amazing art
2: And like the the shot of doom like just that throwaway shot of doom looking yeah. down it's like that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or wait what? no doom What am I No mix- no am it was two different things. No no
0: doom was like just standing stoically watching the car drive by I, like Yeah, but then doesn't the planet show up in its doom. No, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. But yeah. guess
1: what? When we talk about comics now, yeah, what do we have on the page now? You're Henry? thinking
0: of all um, you're thinking of astonishing X-Men and Wolverine. Uh, astonishing Spider-Man and Wolverine. That was really good. Yeah. All okay, right, okay. but anyway. What do we uh, have on the we page We got now? a lot of comments. Uh, we got a lot of answers on it. So let me I go. I was going to talk about we
1: have recommends. Like when we talk oh, about yeah, comics yeah. now, you can that click is... through buy them and help support the show. Thanks.
0: Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. We totally do. Thanks to anybody who clicked through and it's you know, I'm I'm just saying, if you're listening to this and you're interested in these comics, like why not just buy them? They're I'm cheap
1: like, as balls, and you could yeah. buy them through They're any other service. The it'll Amazon. cost you more, and you could buy them through Amazon. It'll help us. It'll support us just a tiny bit.
2: Yes, yeah. You said it'll cost you more. No,
1: you, no, no it, it, it would cost, cost you more, more if, than, if you went and, if you didn't oh, buy them through Amazon. I see, I see. What are you gonna do? Barnes Bu- Barnes and Nobles. X Men Apocalypse, three uh, hundred twenty nine yeah. ninety nine. What is it at Amazon? Usually twelve dollars. Yeah, it's so it's, uh, it's crazy it
0: the difference in price. What I, really I is. like,
1: I, I'm glad because every time you tell me of a comic, I put it in my Amazon thingy, and then Your like, wish list, and then I'm like when I buy like a DVD, it's like ah, oh, it didn't make twenty five dollars oh, right. for free shipping. Like I just throw in like a ten dollar, any
0: ten dollar, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: knock me over to free shipping.
0: So we did get some answers though in the on uh, the Laser Time Ooh. podcast forums. Ooh. Uh, so the if uh, and also uh, we recorded this a little earlier than we normally do, so uh, we only had so many uh, responses to go fr- through. So if I don't read yours, might have been too late, but mm-hmm. uh, I still appreciate them and I do read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one's from Nathan Explosion. Hey. Uh, he says, I just recently got into comics, so the only alternate universe I've read so far is the Flashpoint series by DC. Hmm. I really like the war between the Atlanteans and the Amazons, and how Thomas Wayne was Batman avenging the death of his son. It was really cool. Well, well, wow. Can you give
1: me a little bit of background on the Flashpoint
0: series? Uh, well, so the Flash uh, tries to go back in time to save his mom from being murdered. Oh, thank God that blows he, up in his face yeah it ruins the entire timeline, including good. causing causing ripples that include uh the the thief killing uh Bruce and his mom oh, leaving Thomas Wayne alive and Thomas Wayne decides to become Batman except wow. his Batman. Kills people. Yeah, and yeah. I, bet he, I bet he hardcore. doesn't fuck around. Yeah, yeah. After
1: he sees his son die in his, in front of his face, like, I, uh, yeah, I bet he does not fuck around. I know. How old
2: I know. would he have to be to
0: get that same level of training? Uh, he would. Well, he's not as good as Bruce was. He, yeah. That's why he just shoots people. Yeah, he see, but he I does I kill. So he's, he's like, a, he's basically like the he's punisher. Late fifties. Yeah, late fifties punisher.
1: He doesn't. Yeah. He has all the same like a uh, mechanical. Advantages. And he's also very rich. And he's always... That's what I'm saying. He has all the... Uh, the uh, well, All the, toys,
0: yeah, all the drunk, toys. All the wonderful toys.
1: All the wonderful toys.
0: All right. Wa- Wadley Hobbins. Wadley Hobbins. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite alternate universe is the one from Garth Ennis' Punisher Max uh, series. Oh, uh, yeah. No superheroes. Mm-hmm. No mutants. And unlike, sick one, unlike Earth 616... That's the name of the real Marvel universe. Quote, unquote, real mm-hmm. Marvel universe. Unlike Earth 616... Frank can kill anyone he wants. Good, it was know. a combination of No Nonsense World and Garth Inness's gritty, dark, comedy-laden uh, writing made it an awesome read.
2: It's really good. Uh, looking yeah. back on it The only thing that bothers me Like when I would go back And read them mm-hmm. I still think it's amazing Yeah But like just him writing women Just seems to be pretty Him he, Yeah I, And I can't tell if it's supposed to be A joke or what But it's like No They're, no men act ac- Like everyone's a horrible person Is yeah. it so Well
0: no What I feel with Garth Ennis is Everyone's mm-hmm. a horrible person Except for the one person Who is the perfect human being Who mm. like will never make a moral uh, Morally gray decision yeah. Or anything Like no, this character is always right. Yeah. Everybody should be listening to this character. That's how I felt when I... I, uh, I still like Garth Ennis a lot, but I don't... I do too. I used to love him as a writer, though. And I went to his new book, The Boys... Well, it's not that new anymore. But When The Boys first started coming out, which is about a group of super people who operate on the side and try to murder superheroes because of all the horrible shit superheroes do, it just that make collateral damage of the people around them. Mm-hmm. And it's a neat concept, but again, I was just like oh, Total there, recall. these yeah. are these are seriously the like the same archetypes he always deals with. Yeah. Like and it it gets old, man. It just got old to me for for Garth Ennis. But maybe if you guys like Garth Ennis, like his book Preacher is Preacher is also a great read and great movie too. Book. It looks fantastic. I haven't
1: seen it yet, but it looks great. <laughs> I did not know
0: that. It was being right. out last year. Have you
1: not seen the Preacher? It looks fucking terrible. It came and out I, last it, year, like yeah, I, I read the out, first issue of Preacher and like I saw that trailer. I'm like, wow. It
2: came out last year after Thor, but before first class. Yeah. No, I didn't know yeah, this it at looks, all. Oh, it boy. looks fucking terrible.
0: Wow. Uh all right, moving on. Preacher was supposed to be an
1: HBO show, and I thought that was the yeah, way to take yeah, it. Yeah, that would have like, been that would have
0: been great. Uh Soggy Sage said uh yeah. Let's see. I really like the original Marvel Zombie series. Uh, it was good. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a nice, it was a pretty nice gimmick comic that unfortunately got milked way too hard, which is very true. Just watching. I almost stole a scene from that when
1: we wrote the Dead Island oh, series. Yeah. The Captain America eating his own his own no, body.
0: Spider Man. Spider Man kept eating. He made a hole in his stomach. Yeah. and kept eating it over and over again. To... But I
1: think it was Captain America's like I am doing that right now, and like <laughs> and like that kicked off like the spirit of that what that whole thing was, mm-hmm. like zombies who are totally articulate and could were excited about. <laughs> now, maybe maybe didn't like what ha- was happening to them, but excited about what they could do. Now, yeah, these these people and like somebody. I, I I didn't base it off of that, but like that reminds me of the Captain America thing, which I'd read. And like, no, you're right. I wanted to make zombies have like articulate enough to have fun with one another. Mm-hmm. And that's that scene was sort of I think inspired now, me. Yeah,
0: it, it was a good start. They had great art by Sean Phillips, but then Marvel like milked it so hard just because people would buy printings. Left, right, and center those because the covers, dude, the covers yeah, look amazing, and... but the covers, like, you can only get so <laughs> literally many introduced
1: of them. ash into the equation. Yeah, and... then they put
0: ash in the book, which was yeah. Really uh, guitar Creep Show says Old Man Logan, uh, though, uh, and uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, Marvel 1602. <laughs> that was good, yeah. That was a neat idea of like what if the 19, what if the Silver Age happened in Victorian England? Yeah, that was cool uh and then uh neil j uh said he likes the uh, the world that next wave takes place in which oh, is yeah. warren Ellis's. Uh, technically you could say maybe is the real is in the regular Marvel universe, but not really.
2: Yeah, Next Wave, I only have one, like, trait of it, but I really liked it.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He says, it's a world where devil dinosaurs can wear smoking jackets, where Nick Fury analog can be brought back from the dead and not lose any of his awesomeness, where Modocs and MODAMs can love <laughs> each other, and their evil offspring can live in a robot made of broccoli. That's a pretty good d- description. That's of next the wave. Next
2: Wave agents of hate thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. who
0: they're just hate-filled superheroes who hate each other and hate everyone But yeah, else. I thought that
2: was just... It seemed like the regular Marvel Universe just slightly askew. Yeah, like, just
0: slightly askew where they were laughing, but like nobody cared what was like happening. Because Boom Boom
2: or Domino or somebody from yeah. X-Force was part of that. Boom
0: Boom and uh, yeah, Boom Boom, Soul Photon. No. Photon. Yeah. Um, uh, it was good, well, it's though. Robot Man. Yeah. I should actually read more of that. Uh, there's Killshaw says he really likes the Arkhamverse of the Arkham City games mm-hmm. with... Uh, Because they're a darker version of the animated series and therefore is badass. And uh, lastly, there's Austin S.J., who uh, says there's a uh, Superman-Batman story called Night and Day where Gorilla Grodd has flooded the Earth's atmosphere with kryptonite and Batman is the last non-mind-controlled person on Earth. With Tom Cruise That's a pretty cool alternate world And the story itself is pretty cool I will say
1: Gorilla Grodd is my favorite character uh, From a book I've never I've never read Mm -hmm. anything with Gorilla Grodd But I love the idea of a character Who's just a gorilla
0: No, he's not just a gorilla He's a King Gorilla He's a very powerful gorilla gorilla Gorilla. Who can control minds And can take over the world How did he get that power? Experiment Uh, Well, all all the apes in Ape City Have uh, (laughs) And have the ability to have mind control. Uh, That's not special. Uh, right. So it's like
2: the Yellow Sun thing.
0: <laughs> you know, sort of, yeah. I are was, they from
2: Earth? Or are they from a parallel
0: dimension? No, they live in a secret city in Africa that you can't find. <laughs> oh my God. It's, uh, it's Toto invisible. never even sung about it. It's that well, far away. I wanted to do, I'm gonna do this as a later <laughs> subject, but uh, I wanted to I want to say, African like, what's the silliest thing you've had to explain oh, to someone about comic books? That's great. I feel like that one might be, or when I had to explain to you, well, they, the invisible yeah, man being are raped. You to spoil death? it? Invisible man was raped to death. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I explained that then. on Laser Time, but uh, that's for another topic. Uh, another what topic. today's topic is called? It's called waiting for the trade so oh, what i 'm talking about is um, so when I was a, when I was a young man mm-hmm. and getting into comics, the way to read comics was a thirty two page single issue you pay a dollar something for every month. Mm-hmm. you read it monthly, and that 's how it was. but slowly but surely, everything 's like I became someone who only reads trade collections like yep. it's very rare I read a single issue these days, and you know just looking at the history of it, I think it started with um, like when I started reading comics as a kid, mm-hmm. Marvel and DC both barely collected anything of their superheroes. Yeah. Like when I started reading Spider Man, I knew I wanted to know more about the alien symbiote because mm-hmm. Venom was really cool. And Marvel had one collection of all the amazing Spider Man issues that mattered, yeah. but that was it. You but, couldn't read yeah, they didn't anything have else other about
1: the symb- symbiote story. You yeah, been, right? and
0: as far as I knew, oh, the symbiote story ends in Spider Man two eighty mm-hmm. or two fifty nine. When he when he gives up his costume to the Fantastic Four, Spider Man. When really he put back on a cloth black costume way later, but it's not really explained.
1: These numbers are not right, but whatever. No, okay.
0: Two (laughs) fifty two was when he got was when it first appeared in Amazing. Right? I think so. All right. I feel like he... So that you're not positive In, 250, yeah, in 258, just, by 258, he was... 258 was the incredible bag... Or the amazing bag troll, man. You can right?
1: Henry on his own show. There are, there are users out Two, there. Fi- yeah. Amazing
0: 258 was the amazing bag man, right? With the Fantastic Four? I don't remember. But, all right. You know what, anyway. No, you're so, probably right. So they still, they still haven't chronicled that whole... I want to see every
1: series Spider-Man is in with that black suit. Yeah. And but, there's, there's still well, no one I've got a
2: long box that's pretty much everything. Still,
1: I don't want to read all the issues. I want I want somebody to figure out the order and put them in order and and see everything the black suit touched.
2: But I, uh, I can well, I have all the issues. It's, it's all, it, it was it, it, not, it, Go ahead.
0: It was really rare for me to read a trade, but then as time went on like I think uh the time where I really started to appreciate trade paperbacks was when I started reading mature books uh like the Vertigo books yeah. uh because it it taught me when story really mattered. Like I definitely never wanted to miss an issue of a of a comic I was reading on a monthly basis, but they were so proper, so it didn't matter yeah. as much missing a story, and because they, they'd always give you like just <laughs> one of those helpful editor box, like oh this well you <laughs> missed in that issue, but with like Sand, in the Sandman, Sandman wasn't about that. You uh-huh. needed to read every uh-huh. book of Sandman, yeah. and they were readily available everywhere. Yeah. Same with Sin City or Madman or Preacher books like those. I, was, yeah. I mean, when did you guys start really reading like, in trades? trades? I yeah. think
1: trades trades came about when I couldn't keep up with an issue to issue basis. Uh-huh. And I, I'll only say now that I, I could do that on a digital level.
0: Yeah, you can. But, now that you can download on things like Comixology. And I, and and, I might.
1: And I might. But it's still, it's still a little harder to justify. There's something I don't, I really, really love Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Uh, the Boom comics um, Planet of the Apes I have gone and bought Every issue Single issue And wow. it's totally Dissatisfying To be left At, at a cliffhanger For something I, It took me Ten minutes to read Yeah that, that's That's what happened To me too But I, I, I want to I, Like I support the comic And I'm not excited About it mm-hmm. But uh, yeah Trades Trades uh, Like w- what you were talking about was reminding me of like a uh, Adult Swim has like this DVD program. Oh yeah, well, yeah. You just like, put whatever you want. Put whatever you it. want from the entire catalog, and like, in mm-hmm. if and they somebody just
0: make the DVD on demand.
1: Yeah, make the DVD on demand. If somebody could, if I could just select the Symbiote series, like I would just, I just want to see that. Like I want that collected in one volume for me, <laughs> and I'll pay a premium to have that given to me. And they still don't have a way to do yeah. that. Maybe they'll
0: figure it out digitally. I don't know. Well, Brett like, for how you read comics now, like you wait long enough in between picking up your. <sighs> Pull at the your like what they're saving for you at the yeah. I used store. to go every
2: week, and then as I get older, it's just you become more stupid adult. and it, It's mm. harder and harder to go do that. Yeah. But so I, as
0: it stacks up, you might be better off just reading trades. Like, but right?
2: I, I, like I said, I I have no more room, so I've just like cut mm. everything from my list. So mm. all I read is Amazing Spider Man and Captain America now. Mm. So like I'm not reading anything because I I have nowhere to put it. I have not mm. one space for anything, and even these Spider Man comics are problematic because yeah. they're just... I They're literally sitting like by my bed because they have nowhere else There's to go. There's no Yeah. So I'm like having... I'm, I already had what I considered a day of reckoning where hmm. I before when I left Future, I just took boxes and boxes in. I, I need to do that. that like two more times. Uh, that level of just shedding
0: comics to make so room. so sad. I can't... I have so many... But I do still like yeah. read
2: issues, and then I don't buy any trades because, again, I don't know where to put it, Yeah. but you lend me I so lend many trades. trades. Like yeah. the new Daredevil stuff, I actually like because I like Mark Wade and I love the Daredevil Bendis Malieve mm-hmm. run with Brubaker, and then Diggle, I felt, kind of didn't carry the torch well, yeah. so I jumped out of it for the first time in like seven years or whatever, mm. 2002 to 2010, let's say, I was reading Daredevil and loved every single issue. Yeah. Um, but I think the first trade I ever read was this thing called Spider-Man versus Venom,
0: yeah, yeah, it was all the the first McFarlane issues. It was all right? the McFarlane issues, yeah.
2: And it starts with like just the back page of two ninety eight, the back page of two ninety nine, and then and starts with three hundred, and then like three sixteen. Yeah, it does the three sixteen three seventeen thing,
0: and I, uh, all those are really cool. I think I remember it was three sixteen. I always remember the scene where like Venom throws a giant like vat of cow blood on yeah, Spider Man, yeah, yeah. and then I just he remember reading out, yeah. like yeah, reading how Spider Man was freaking out because he was covered in blood. It was. It was just weird. Like, you never saw a Spider Man like that, usually. Yeah, Isn't he's covered in
2: blood and gore from, like, a, a you know slaughterhouse, basically, because uh, they get in a fight somewhere, and it, of course, just goes to a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> but, course. like, the art in it is just amazing. Like, it made Venom mm-hmm. so ferocious, and, like, it was yeah. before he got crazy with the Eric Larson teeth and the tongue. and
0: Yeah, people kind of forget that, that like, how much Todd McFarlane defined Venom. Yeah, I, I
2: don't. Necessarily, I, I think the way that he looked in 298, 299, and 300 uh-huh. is. Nice, because it really gets it. It makes the perversion of Spider-Man more per, more yeah, profound. just to see that big smiling. But it's grin. more just a big toothy grin. Yeah. But then when he reappears in three sixteen and three seventeen, I feel like that to me is what I picture as classic Venom, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how Bagley drew him too. Yeah, but, but in it, between there was Eric Larson who did the crazy t- teeth his, and tongue and the green slime, the green color. slime in his teeth. Like and so it, far, and it was just too far for me.
0: Yeah, but also when, how they
2: made like his his eye bit just scraggly, crook, crooked, and, and, and yeah. but like reading Amazing Spider Man three hundred, that's the real like you just feel like it's a mockery of Spider Man, and that's mm-hmm. what made it kind of scary. And the way they lead into that character, that two ninety nine to three hundred like uh, you know cliffhanger is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you know Venom now, even I think even now knowing everything about that, way more than we ever wanted to know about Venom. Yeah, uh, that that's that that specific moment is still like one of my favorite comic book moments. Like reading reading that for the first time, it was really cool. Yeah, and I think I did that via that trade because I you know as a ten year old I did not have the means to go buy Amazing
0: Spider Man three hundred. And you mentioned Bendis too, that which I think he's partly to well not to blame because I like reading him in trades, but like. Bendis is famous for writing for trades. Yeah, he most of his storylines he he loves a long storyline, like he and the like long scenes drawn out. Yeah, and those take place over like six issues, perfect to be collected in trades. Yeah, it just makes I don't know when we were growing up, like a six issue storyline was a big big deal. It was a huge deal, and it was usually like they'd turn it bi weekly just to get it out the door, Mm. and Mm. it would be like life changing moments for a character. You know they were big because it was they spent six issues doing it, but now every, I think they've actually scaled back on it a little and been doing. Well, yeah, more Amazing
2: like, Spider-Man seems to do like one big six issue thing a mm-hmm. year, and like Spider Island that just got over recently. Yeah, and they're doing and then, another one soon, and then they'll do like two, like two or three issue stories, Yeah, or even
0: just one issue,
2: and then occasionally a one off. But yeah, it, yeah it's it's won. not as bad as it was, but there was I'd say the mid two thousands, like let's say oh three to. Well, I'd say definitely O four to like two thousand nine. I bet it was just nonstop six issue miniseries, yeah. and it was just even, too much.
0: They even started doing. I noticed that's with, two stories a year that you're telling, yeah.
2: and it's like a year later. I'm like, I don't even remember because you spread it out over a year.
0: That's what I really noticed in the um, when I was reading uh, oh unthinkable. Uh, the unthinkable storyline. It's really good. It was a great, great storyline. But I noticed that like they introduced the new like catch up page that was just. A description of what yeah. happened, because without that page, you take out that description page, and you have the last issue's cliffhanger leads directly into the next issue's page to be yeah. meant to be read in, in a, a collection. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but these days, basically all I read are trades, and that's like I'm curious, what do you think?
1: Not reading The Watchmen uh, in a trade would look like?
0: I don't know. That's that's how what the I... fuck did you do that? That's one of uh, the things I really like about That's um, actually how I read it. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, yeah
1: but did you a, have a collection? Like, I mean, I had, all, I had all the issues. You, you had them like, all at once. I did uh, have them all at yeah. once, yeah.
2: But, but uh, is yeah, there yeah, like somebody one issue
1: me... that's just about talking about the sleep patterns of the real, literal night owl? Like, that's just the issue?
0: Well, they always had this backup material, if that's what you mean. But, yeah. The, uh, right, did that appear in a single issue? Though? Yeah, those, like, those all appeared in the issues. Um well, with Stray, actually, there's this uh, novel, this Pulitzer Prize-winning novel called yeah. "The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow." Oh, yeah! And uh, in that, they actually talk about the experience of reading each issue of Watchmen when it came mm-hmm. out. Now, I think that would be incredible. Just that to, book like as a, that on a by
1: Galactus. <laughs> It does. It really does. It won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: what a good... The that form... book is great. If you guys want to, like, read real literature and be look like a real smarty-pants... Yeah, but, like, you tons should pick of up comic that references. Book. Tons. So much, not just comics. Would, would I remember reading, um, the Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow. Yeah. W-A-O. I will read this is book. It's a great book about this... Uh, uh well, It's about the history of... Uh, of the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. but also about a, a, comic nerd. a comic nerd struggling with uh, obesity in the 80s as wow. well. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I will right. read this it does
1: remind, like I remember wanting to see the perfect trade, and this brings me back like, to the Venom thing. I, I wanted I wanted Planet Hulk
3: mm-hmm.
1: collected. Like I'll pay $300 for a series that collected everything that had to do with Planet Hulk in order, uh-huh. and nobody ever offered me that.
0: Uh, well, that is what I'm I, buying a lot of. I lately, felt like right? that was pretty well
1: traded. I was it? I thought that was. I, I just gathered, remember. I remember, well. I remember talking about it with you, and like, and they collected somebody. Some people would collect the Hulk issues, but that shit, like,
2: well, that's like the main Planet Hulk storyline. Yeah. and then you could buy a collection. I think there's that's the all the spin-offs. Things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I want them all. Together well, in order. I don't What's well, going to be like this separately. big? That's like a phone book. Fine, fine. We've Been doing
0: more of that lately. Like that's the kind of ones I'm buying. I'm buying a lot of now. Fine. Where, I'll read for. I'll read for forty-five more minutes. Like um, uh, what uh, was the it, one? It's a
2: difference between buying three trades that are reasonably sized versus one gigantic, unwieldy. Yeah, but it just doesn't. Uh, walking them. Dead it omnibus that
0: I can't carry anywhere. It doesn't collect them in order. Like one of my favorite well, trades. Ancillary
1: stuff doesn't really matter. One of my, it does to me. my uh,
0: favorite series is Ecstatics, but you can't collect. Like uh. you couldn't read it anywhere except they mm-hmm. finally collected it in a one hundred twenty dollar super b- collection. Mm-hmm. And I bought that, and now it's already out of print. Like it's <laughs> so. I want people. People should be able to read Ecstatics, and Marvel's just letting go with out of print. Dupe. But, yeah, with dupe. Ugh. <laughs> Ecstatics is so good. But that's what I'm doing. They're, they're about to put out like... Uh, it shows me what age group I'm in now mm-hmm. where they're starting to collect the stuff from the 90s for special collectors who yeah. will pay $80 for every issue of Untold Tales of Spider-Man. Oh, God, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm buying that. So That's one of my favorite series. How yeah. yeah, do you
1: repackage something and call it Untold Tales?
0: <laughs> That's a good question. Well, because it's
1: it's just a packaging of what were the untold name of it. Yeah. Yes, but they, they're long told. No, uh, well,
0: but uh, all right. Well, well anyway, okay. it's
1: okay. So I understand how comics work. Uh, it's amazing, spectacular. Sometimes so yeah, webby.
0: So on the forums, uh, just let me know, uh, you know. There'll be a there'll be a question or a a topic for this week's you know you can you can comment on it and uh well, let me well, know you say the word
1: forums once forums
0: there you go go to com's forums and mm-hmm. you in the comic discussion section there'll be one for this week's question mm-hmm. uh, which is you know are which do you how do you read comics do you still read them single issue or are you a trade paperback person and why
1: I would only do digital if I was going to go back to single issue. I
0: do think the perfect way to read a comic is a 32-page single issue, like flipping through it. like. But that's just would, not enough I story would. for me anymore. It's not
1: enough story for me, but I would do it if I could buy a subscription to the entire uh, line. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's the only way I'd pay for it. Otherwise, I'm just going to wait for the trade. I feel like when
2: Marvel goes day and date with their digital thing,
0: which I think is happening pretty soon, very
2: soon. I feel like I may get an iPad or something for that. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing Amazon. Well, they've already put.
0: I saw they've. uh, I should have mentioned in the news part, but they've just put some of their comics on the iBook store too. (laughs) I mean, they've They're had stuff digitally yet.
2: for a while, but it's like very scattershot. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. look, unless I can be like every Wednesday, go on here and buy it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather actually just pay a monthly fee and have access to everything. Yes. Than That'd pick be nice. shit. yes. Like, charge me 30 bucks a month. I don't care. 30 like, bucks a month for would, a whole
1: year's worth of, sh- of yeah. single issues? Okay. I'd and and it, I'll probably yeah. buy the trade, too. Yeah. But
2: I also, right. then I can't decide, like, can I really give up
1: buying <laughs> a comic book? No, it hurts. I mean, part it of, hurts. Uh, I go to this, I get my, every time I get my hair Because that's also
2: not supporting a local store. Like, I'm just giving my money directly to Marvel. And every time like, I
1: get my haircut, I spend, like, probably $80 on comics. Oh, it's right now you go to the one in
0: the Castro,
1: right? No, no, I, I don't go to whatever. I go to the Mission Comics, um, which I, I just love, because they have, they're have they even more supportive of local Oh, that's Comics. Mission Comics on 21st Mission, next to the best coffee shop in the world, Rogers Coffee, mm. if you're local. Uh, that's, a, that's an official plug. Tell them I sent you. They right. won't know what you're talking about.
0: Well, we should wrap it up, guys. You should it's, wrap it yeah. up. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah. I think this has been a very, you know, informative conversation. Good rape crisis. Uh, what, did, uh, what did I say? Oh, boy. Um, Hulk dick. Good, all right, Cape Crisis, episode three is done. Go to hulkdick.com for more oh. information. <laughs> Go... Uh, to subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't yet uh, listen to other laser time things like VG Empire Brett's podcast of video game music that's right
2: everybody same thing VG Empire dot com and on iTunes you can rate review post comments and
1: all reviewing likes. reviewing, and rating really does help so if you no, have really a spare does. time please do it yes thank you yours, especially laser time
2: and I'm trying to get the printy winners out it's just so difficult <laughs> I did a printing contest and get if you're listening to, I'll to this it. I'll get it out I'm sorry the no I don't even have that
1: no Okay. No.
2: Right. I don't understand how all these avatars work in WordPress. I'm trying so hard to even figure out how to contact
3: people. <laughs> okay.
0: all right. Turning into a
2: grandpa over here. Ah, stuff.
0: good. Good so night.
1: Many noises and boom Get and stand out that rat. Ah. Good night. The following has been a laser time production. To find out more, go to batmanthepodcast.com.